The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight. We've got this a Sunday edition going on right here, just uh, as we do each and every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. Now, this will be on our podcast page, drop it about noon uh, this afternoon, so you'll be able to listen to it over and over again, as well as other episodes. So I hope you'll join us for that. I'm Jeff Shannon, and it's uh, totally fantastic to have you hanging with us today on this, uh, I guess we can consider this a Veterans Day segment. And in light that, you know, Veterans Day has passed, we had Veterans Services Week for small businesses, and it's just an incredible time. So I wanted to bring in a, a guy. He's been on the show before and very informative. And Jeff Oakey right here. Now, you're the director of veteran services for Sumner County. Is that correct? That's correct. I guess let him know, what is that? Yeah, so the director of veteran services is a county employee. And one of the requirements to hold this particular job is that we have to be accredited to represent veterans to the VA. And I'm accredited, and so is Johnny and Mike, through the Tennessee Department of Veteran Services, also through the American Legion and VFW. But the VA part is just one piece of what we do. We also help veterans, I guess backing it up, like we help veterans solve whatever problem that they may have. Okay. And we help work as part of county government to bring veterans together and to, to coordinate the services and the people who are interested in helping out veterans. So we'll do everything from the VA part of our, our work to also helping out folks with Department of Defense questions. I've got at least half a dozen widows of retirees oh. that have been helping to get their DOD benefits, health care okay. and some money. We've also been working with some businesses. We've worked with the 10 different veteran service organizations throughout the county. And it may be just a matter of comparing calendars and making sure everybody knows when all the different parades are in all the different mm -hmm. towns and cities of, of Sumner County. But it's also doing things like bringing people to, to different churches that have veterans ministries that they, they have. And yeah. so if we have a veteran that comes in with the problems, like I'm having a difficult time paying my rent, like we'll find a couple of different veterans organizations that might be able to help them out temporarily and then engage them with a VA program that might give them a little bit longer lasting. Relief. Sure. And, and, and the fact is, you're not employed by the VA. You actually work for the county. Correct. And you, you threw a number out uh, before we went on air of the amount of veterans. It was like 250, I don't know, what, what was that number you gave me? In, in the county? Yeah. We have, a, we have around 12,000 veterans in the wow. county. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I think we are the seventh largest county in terms of veterans population in the state of Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, the most interesting thing is that somehow our numbers actually went down last year from our veterans numbers. We were closer to 13,000 last year. Uh, last year being in fiscal year 21 for the federal mm -hmm. government. Their statistics are always a little bit behind. But sure. yeah, so 12,000 veterans, and we get out and see as many of them as we can. Well, and you definitely stay busy. You were telling me that some of the things you're doing, and uh, I, I was just uh, blown away. So you don't yeah. just sit in an office and answer the phone. Well, no. <laughs> we do often because, yeah. I mean, we like veterans calling in and asking what the problems are. But um, just with the Veterans Week, I mean, Friday, we were working very late to kind of close up a couple of different cases. Saturday, mm -hmm. we had the Veterans Rally put on by the, the Gallatin Chamber of Commerce up mm -hmm. at Triple Creek Park in Gallatin. Mm -hmm. um, of course, the, the Saturday Henderson, was the Hendersonville Veterans Day Parade. Kind well, of, in fact, you're doing this all over the county, so yeah. you might, you know, be 
way up north, and then you're going to be right back down here. So yep. uh, what are the organizations that you're working with? Like you have the VFW, Vietnam Vets, and what are some of the others you deal with? Sure. The VFW, the American Legion in Gallatin, just turned 100 earlier this year. Wow. So that, that chapter or that post is one of the oldest ones in the country. It's been around and operating continuously for 100 years. Wow. The VFW in Hendersonville just turned 75, and it's also one of the oldest in the state. So um, there's... I think four different uh, American Legion posts throughout the county. Mm-hmm. There are two different VFWs, and there's a Military Officers Association of America post that works out of Hendersonville. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Vietnam Veterans of America are very, very active yes. in the county, and we have probably the best chapter in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the, the state commander lives in our town in Hendersonville. So yeah. we have a really good relationship with the Vietnam Vets of America, and they've helped us do things Working, for example, with the libraries in Sumner County, we'll go around and we hold, we try and hold every quarter a spousal benefits brief. I like to kid around that, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I can definitely diagnose that most of our veterans suffer from what I call stubborn veteran syndrome. <laughs> and so we yeah. we put on these seminars with the Vietnam Veterans of America to make sure that the spouses know what's going on because VA benefits don't inherit. Mm-hmm. But there can be benefits for spouses, but they have to be at least aware of what the veteran is getting compensation for from the VA or what's eligible, what are out there. Well, I so, think, too, a lot of the, 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 the families don't really know that that's available. They don't. No. They do not. We have 12,000 veterans. There's probably at least another 1,500 spouses that we're working directly mm-hmm. with in the course of our time. And, and it's just it's truly an honor to be able to continue to serve. I was talking to my brother. It was his birthday last week. And you know he was listening to me describe work and things I do. And he's like, I'm so glad you're still able to find something that, you know, lights up your day. And it, this really does. I sure. get a chance to keep on working with soldiers, sailors, Marines, and sure. guardsmen, and guardians, and whatever. I mean, all branches. Yeah. Well, it's great that that service is available to them. This is why we like to do this. We like to educate people, let them know, hey, this is available for you. Right. It's not costing you anything. And that's, that is, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's mm-hmm. a big distinguishing factor. There is no cost for our services. And just when you go to see a veteran services organization, if you're needing help with things in the VA, one of the big advantages to, seeing to, to see an accredited service officer like myself or Johnny or Mike at the uh, county building is that there is no charge for our services. Mm-hmm. We are expert navigators who are accredited by the VA. We've passed background checks. And because the VA trusts us, we have access to kind of keep an eye on what the VA is doing in their working files. Mm-hmm. And we do this for no charge. Wow. So there are several lawyers and some private companies that do operate in Sumner County, and most of them are fantastic. But if anybody is ever hearing by any veteran paying for some kind of a service to get a DD-214 or to get uh, a claim done with the VA— Please have them come see us first because we don't want them to have to pay for something that is available for free. Sure. That brings up VA benefits. Now, a lot of folks, they get out. Some people take advantage of the benefits. Some people forget they even have those benefits. What are some of the VA benefits that would be available to a veteran? And is there a time limit that they have to use those? Yeah. So the VA divides, the VA's benefit scheme is broadly in three categories. 
There's the Veterans Health Administration, which provides health care services to veterans, including caregiver services, which is a new program that has come out. We can circle back to okay. Then in the Veterans Benefits Administration are big branches of benefits. There are financial or monetary benefits that come in the form of disability compensation or pensions. There's also the home loan program. So if you are a veteran who served honorably, served at least two years on active duty, uh, you can probably get a federally subsidized home loan, which means you can buy a home with little to no money down and a loan supported by the VA. And then there's also education benefits, and particularly with places like the TCAT up in Hartsville and the Vol State University over here. The education benefits are really, really important to a lot mm-hmm. of our veterans. Sure. And those are all within the benefits realm or the, uh, managed by the Veterans Benefits Administration under the VA. And then the final one is for the, you know, the end of life, the National Cemetery Administration. They operate all of the cemeteries that are maintained by the federal government, like the Nashville National Cemetery down in Madison. But they also are the ones that are responsible for providing headstones and American flags for each veteran's funeral. And so there are also a few spousal benefits. I mean, there is a dependence indemnity compensation. There's also a pension available in certain circumstances if the veterans served during wartime. The time limits differ on every one of these. And this is Mm kind of where it does pay to use a navigator to try and help you sort through some of the rules and regulations like come to see one of us. We like to start conversations by asking a veteran, well, how can we help you? And pretty quickly, we can figure out that maybe healthcare is a bigger need for this veteran. We can help them navigate the eligibility requirements for VA healthcare. But if uh, if you served in the military and you got hurt in any way, shape or form in a way that's still bugging you today, there's probably a benefit for you, whether it's healthcare or it is through the Benefits Administration. Mm -hmm. And I also really want to remind veterans that not all the wounds are physical. I mean, you don't have to have a busted knee or a deformed hand or, God forbid, an amputee. I mean, there are plenty of mental and emotional wounds that still stick with veterans. And oh, those are, those are I mean, sometimes they're the more serious of, of the Absolutely. Wounds. Yeah, and you know, a lot has been talked about the, the mental issues going on with folks. What causes them to do things? And there has to be something there because some of the, the acts that some of these individuals perform are, are just horrendous and no sane person could actually do that. The, the mental health aspect of it, I know when law enforcement is looking a lot heavier at that and having that intervention, but in a situation like you're in, I mean, you can really get those folks right in front of you and possibly be able to to notify and examine that right away to determine which route you need to go. Yeah. And look, they need help. And a lot of times they don't know they need help. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that people often kind of know, at least broadly, that they might need some help. Yeah. But, but you're right. I mean, a lot of times we're having a conversation with veterans about veterans' benefits. We're often talking about some of the worst days of their lives that we have to provide the documentation or, you know, do stuff with the VA. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is where I think we really stand apart from many of our other veteran service organizations because you know, we have an opportunity to sit down and actually care and we listen. My assistant veteran service officer, Johnny, I mean, we, we, you know, she's a young woman. Young women veterans gravitate towards Johnny mm-hmm. because she's easygoing listeners. She is super smart. Um, we've got a couple of the older guys. And so we have very well designed to listen to the problems and recognize that, you know, there's sometimes veterans may have erratic behavior and that may be just a mental health thing. And other times there's a problem there that they can't really quite frame mm-hmm. and we help them find the right words. We pride ourselves on being able to listen 
and help a veteran have a better day when they walk out, even if it means we haven't found a particular benefit or something from the DOD, we at least let them get a chance to get something off their chest and try to give them a better day. Well, it, at least you got the ear of the VA. So if, if something's going down, they've got you, you know, it's like, listen to me, uh, this is happening. We got to take care of this. Yeah. You know, and it, I'm sure you've seen some bizarre situations. <laughs> I, I like to say, sometimes I have to get a grip on the ear of the VA and get a, you know, <laughs> give, right. a, give, give it a good twice. Vice grips. Exactly, vice grip. <laughs> I mean, a lot of times they're staffed by veterans and they've got rules and procedures. Sometimes they make mistakes. We happen to be able to read through the details. I mean, I was talking to a veteran earlier about a VA decision where he was not service connected for something Mm -hmm. that he's like, well, I mean, I broke my finger or I twisted my knee while I was on active duty. I I don't know how the VA can say there's not a service connection thing. And so a lot of times when you're dealing with the government, a particular word means very something very specific in particular. And just a regular practitioner of the English language Right. We'll read, of course, it's service connected. I heard it when I was in the military. So yeah. we, I mean, sometimes though, the VA is the one that gets it wrong. And then we have to grab the VA by the ear and say, you have flat out made a mistake here. Good. And you need to go fix this and you know make it right by the veteran. And we, we do that every day. And it well, brings me a lot of pleasure. Uh, well, it should. I mean, because, I mean, you've, you're their voice. Because a lot of people don't understand this stuff. And all that red tape, and you know how bizarre that can get. But, right. you know, we're going to talk more about that. And some of the things that have been going on that you've been involved with and the things that you're helping out with. Also like to hear a couple of great stories. Sure. I'm sure you got many of them. So sure. we're talking with Jeff Oakey. He's the Veterans Services Director here in Sumner County. And we'll be right back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Okay, we're back at Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon, and it is a Veterans Day segment, I guess. Our Veterans Day has just passed, and a lot of great efforts and a lot of great parades and honoring our veterans and our service members, and it's such a great thing that we're actually doing this. So Jeff Oakey's here, and he's the director of the Veterans Services Office here in Sumner County, which, by the way, is not employed by the VA. It is a county function available for those service members and and retired veterans of Sumner County. And family members. And that was that's where I'm getting to. The family members can also access information, and Jeff has all of the information that can help you out and maybe uh, talk about things that maybe you didn't even know were available to you. But dealing with the VA, there's got to be some limitations you have. Even though you're accredited with them, there's gotta, still got to be some limitations. The primary limitation that we do have and we take kind of a sacrosanct is protecting people's privacy and their data. Mm -hmm. And it can be onerous on us because we have to log into five different things before we finally find the data. But one of the limitations is that we protect veterans' data. We help veterans navigate because they can access a lot of their own services online. Mm But trying to get through the certification processes for the different VA logins can be a pain. So we sit down sometimes at the computer and just help a person get through an IDME or login.gov validation so that Mm -hmm. they can log into the VA and access services like communicating directly with their doctor or scheduling a medical appointment or reviewing their VA documents online. So they can uh, set up their own account. Yeah, we can set up, we help them set up their own accounts so that they can log into the VA. 
and then they can often answer their own questions and help. And out some of that, they, you know, the VA doesn't make it real easy and no. not very understandable Correct. in layman's terms. You know what I'm saying? Correct. <laughs> and it's, it, but it is, it is for privacy and protection. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of federal laws that protect our privacy and protect our information. The act of being protective is kind of like, you know, after 9/11. You know, we're going to protect our airways, but what that meant was that we were going to bring TSA in along lines at the airport, right? Mm-hmm. So we just. We're kind of like clear at the airport. We help you navigate right through that line so that you can get good, clear answer. And we try to make sure the answer is yes. Yes. The VA's rules and regulations book has got to be probably six feet thick. (laughs) Yeah, it's like multiple, multiple web pages. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't recommend reading it. Yeah. Having you there to help them understand that, I think, is incredible. So what are some of the things that you, if a veteran came in, and we talked a little bit about it last segment, but what are some of the things that you hear most of that people are needing help with? A lot of times we hear an elder veteran or a spouse of a veteran is it that stage of life where they are having a hard time staying independent, living by themselves? You know, usually something happens like a veteran takes a fall, they go into the hospital and rehab, like getting a hip fixed or something. And the family now comes in from out of state all worried. Like I didn't realize dad had gotten that bad, but now he needs to go to assisted living. So we, a lot of times we end up getting referrals from either our assisted living facilities around the, mm-hmm. the county that someone needs help transitioning to the assisted living or what kind of help is available from the VA. And sometimes that's a healthcare solution. Sometimes it's a compensation or pension to get, and sometimes it's just a referral to one of our Sumner County assisted living facilities. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the, we get that one fairly often. Yeah. Um, but there's a interesting story. One time I got a call from a, a woman who asked, uh, she described that she was married to a veteran. He passed away and she wanted to know if she was able to get a VA home loan, you know, if she was eligible for VA home loan through her husband's service or mm-hmm. her, her deceased husband's mm-hmm. service. And I said, well, you know, can't really do that unless we figure out like, you know, if he died from a service-connected disability. So we talked a little bit and we found out that her husband had served in the Gulf War. He was in Southwest Asia, I think in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. He came back and eight or 10 years later, he had a throat cancer. With the passage of some federal legislation last year, we were able to make the argument that his death was connected to his military service in Southwest Asia wow. because of the new legislation. And so instead of being able to simply answer her question, say, yes, we can get you a home loan, the only way we were able to get her eligible for a home loan was to make a claim for or dependence indemnity compensation. And so now, not only is she eligible for a home loan, but she also has health care through the VA for life. And she gets a monthly stipend from the VA to indemnify or to try and make whole the loss of her husband because he was probably in his late 40s, early 50s when he passed. Wow. And, and you and your office were able to make that happen. Yep. And most people would have never known that that would be available to yep. him. Wow. Was, and free. Yeah, it was free. And it started <laughs> with a simple phone call. Yeah. And so wow. not only do we have someone who's now going to be buying a new house in Sumner County and, mm-hmm. you know, keeping a great person in our community. Yeah. But we also have an advocate. I mean, because she owns her own business and she helps out with a lot of business networking. And she's been helping us to connect with leaders in Sumner County so we can kind of expand our services, you know, through referrals and, you know, to find out other services that veterans may be able to take advantage of. So speaking of that, how would they get a hold of you? The best way to get a hold of us is either to stop in 
Most people have to pay property taxes here pretty soon. A county admin building. I'm building here. And so if you are paying your county property taxes at the county administration building, or if you're renewing your driver's license or your boat license at the administration building, we are on the same floor in the same hallway as both of those facilities in the Sumner County Admin Building in Gallatin. We also have outreach throughout the county. We'll work out of the Portland Library once a month. We work out of the, both of the VFWs in the county, up at Westmoreland once a month, and at the VFW in Hendersonville twice a month. And then we have our phone number, which, which is the way I recommend it. Yeah, so our phone number to call is area code 615-451-6014. Okay, yeah. that's an easy way to do it. And um, you go to the county's website, you're going to find veteran Correct. services. You county can find website. all the information we, right there's there. There's a Facebook page, and you know, there's some other areas there. Would but, you yeah. recommend that uh, they call to make an appointment first, or can they just stop in? I recommend they call and ask the question first. Okay, all right. Save them a trip in case, yeah. Yeah, it might save yeah. a trip. A lot of times, we, we set appointments, like I'm going to be leaving here shortly and going to an in-home appointment. So we'll visit veterans in their home if they're having a difficult time getting out. And so we, we can often schedule appointments in people's homes. We can set them up at the VFWs. I had another veteran called up. It was, uh, I think it was December 29th. It was like the... Um, the last Friday of the calendar year, and he had been in a running challenge with the VA for about seven and a half years. And it was December 29th of last year. And he's a nurse. I mean, he left the military with some medical training, went back to school with his GI Bill to expand upon it, was a nurse at Vanderbilt and had this long running thing. But he had he had to get things in before the end of the calendar year because of a specific deadline for the VA. So we actually stayed open, you know, got him into the county building, scanned all of his documents, sent okay. him into the VA. He came by, I guess, a week or two ago just to say thank you, because we'd ended his now nine year battle or eight year battle with the VA and he got 143,000 or some some very large six-figure back pay oh, wow. for eight years of them having gotten it wrong. The records that we were able to submit to the VA ended up making the difference and we did it because he called us. And in his case, he had to get there as quick as he could, wow. but we stayed late, got all his paperwork into the VA, kind of followed it up with them. Well, the fact so. you got it done so quick is nothing moves quick in the government. No. <laughs> and it's, it, we usually, I mean, we don't see too many people with eight-year challenges, but boy, that, that was a sweet little victory when we were able to grab the ear of the VA for that particular veteran. Heck yeah. And I mean, get them to listen. Wow. And that's why you need professionals, Absolutely. you know, because nobody would realize any of that was available or even had that, that kind of in, information at their disposal. And if you looked at it online, it'd probably take you weeks to try to cipher through what it actually means. And you that's know? the biggest challenge. I mean, just calling us up, and we, I've got a few volunteers that help us out. There's three of us that work out of the office. One of us is part-time. And we will go through the phone and just figure out what the what we may be able to do. It doesn't always have to be the veteran that makes that first call. I mean, I kind of told you a little bit earlier, we get mm-hmm. a lot of children of veterans that come in or former spouses of veterans who, you know, maybe the veterans passed. We do have to work directly with the veteran or with the spouse of the veteran okay. if the veteran is deceased yeah, okay. is a primary. I mean, that's another one of the VA's rules. But the first call can be from anywhere. So if they hadn't seen you prior, the veteran hasn't seen you prior, the person would obviously have to prove that they are, their spouse or their deceased was in the military with a DD-214, some documentation to, to prove that, and then you would take care of that from there. Yeah, but if they, I mean, we've, we help people get DD-214s all the time. Okay. They have to know that their relatives served. We 
to have to get some basic identifying information, like the full name, mm-hmm. social security number, date of birth. But sometimes just with that information, in which branch of service they served in, you know, Army, Navy, mm-hmm. Army National Guard, depending on where the veteran served, that might be all we need to start the conversation okay. getting the DD-214. Yeah, because so, you, you can pull into the records. Right. You know a guy. <laughs> we, we know a few folks. I mean, we... Um, The National Archives was one of the last federal agencies to come back to work after COVID. So they were like 18 months backed up when they came back. It's like late 2022 is when they started kind of coming back to work more full time. And we got in the habit of going to the states or even to counties. So I've been on the phone with county service officers in Iowa, Nebraska, North Carolina, tracking down a DD-214 that may have been in the courthouse from when the veteran came back from Korea. Hmm. And we have a good network that we operate and maintain, and we tap into it all the time to get things like DD-214s or marriage certificates or birth certificates. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so if, when, they, when they come to you, if, the, if their, their husband or their relative has passed and they were a veteran, they would probably obviously have to show a death certificate yep. to, to show that. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, things like death certificates, birth certificates, marriage certificates— those are all very important aspects because mm-hmm. the if you think about it, I mean, the VA is charged with distributing this money for people who are eligible and they can't just do it willy nilly or we would not really enjoy the federal government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's already like not like we enjoy the federal government all the time anyway. They have a responsibility. And so the documentation matters. And so if there's not documentation that they can bring, yeah. we help them track down those records. So anything coming down to Pike right now, anything that, they, that they're proposing, new legislations are going to make it easier to, for veterans to work with the VA, anything like that happening? Yeah, well, so there's a couple things. One is a legislative piece, and another one is just another initiative that we've initiated, that we're working on in Sumner County. So the first one is that the PACT Act, which is a comprehensive legislation that was passed in 2022, has got an annual requirement for the secretary of the VA to go back and look at either medical conditions that may be caused by toxic exposures or new toxic exposures that... Camp Lejeune. Like Camp Lejeune, <laughs> right? right? Or Agent Orange, right? right? So all those are broadly toxic exposures. And so now there's a system that the legislation created that every year they come back and take a look at, you know, do we need to add this type of cancer because it may be related to burn pit exposures mm-hmm. or to Agent Orange. Mm-hmm. So systematically, uh, and we're seeing this is, you know, we're just past the first anniversary of the PACT Act. Okay. And we're starting to see some new uh, presumptive illnesses getting added to the list. Okay. So we'll keep, you know, our veterans up to date, um, the newly issued presumptive disabilities. Okay. Um, the second initiative is something that we're partnering with the local Veterans Health Administration chapter, the Tennessee Valley Healthcare System. Okay. Right. And they are, they've got an initiative to reach out to rural area patients. Okay. Sumner County's got a lot of rural yes, areas. Yes, they do. Yeah. And so we're going to sign a memo of understanding where instead of having to drive down to Murfreesboro or Nashville, we can have our local county patients drive into the Sumner County Administration Building. We'll set them up in an office space that the mayor is kind enough to set up for us. And they can have a private telehealth session with their healthcare providers. And I mean, for those of us who remember telehealth during COVID, it can Mm -hmm. solve probably 60, 70% of the issues. Absolutely. And if we can save our veterans from having to drive all the way through into the cities and through the traffic to see their doctors, I mean, that's something that we're looking forward to doing. And well, we're looking, you know, eventually we hope to expand that. We're wow. actually visiting veterans in the homes. Well, what a great service, though. 
Wow. But I, I will say, I mean, just what I've learned, I and mean, again, we talked before, but wow, you just opened my, my brains here. It's yeah. just like... The, the services you offer, I mean, are incredible. Uh, the Veterans Services Office at the County Admin Building in Sunmer County. Jeff Oakey's over there. He's our director over there and doing a great job. And just having that knowledge, wow, that's that's a, has a lot of confidence. <laughs> and if you call there, get ready for action. We look forward to meeting you, each and every one of our veterans. You served honorably. Now let us help you continue to serve. We uh, want to serve you so you can have a better life. Absolutely. So, all right, that's our Veterans Day segment here of Sumner County Spotlight. But stick around. We have more coming right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Okay, welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. And, you know, each Sunday morning, we have this broadcast. And we try to find interesting people for you. And that, I think that's the thing, because you want to listen to something. You want to learn something. Find out something you didn't maybe didn't know. Well, you're about to hear just that. I ran into this young feller here a few weeks ago. I was just so impressed with the content that he had and his experience and everything that he's done. And his name's Nick Heider, and he's the founder of Team Heider, which is a business enterprise focused on helping entrepreneurs drive growth. Now, there's a lot more involved in that. So I want to welcome Nick. Hey, look, you can tell about it more than I can. So I'd rather you let everybody know what you are. Hey, welcome to the show. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited. I'm yeah. ready to hang and dive in a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, I've just been blessed with some to be surrounded by amazing people, amazing coaches. As I was chasing my journey, I started to figure out all the things that they had in common, and I realized I didn't have in common with them. And the more things <laughs> I had in common with them, the more successful I became. Mm-hmm. So that's um, that's the focus of, of kind of what Team Hider is. Team Hider is also the name of our insurance agency um, that's still booming and uh, and serving 33 of our great United States. Wow! Right? So that's amazing. Um, I'm the EVP of, of a processing company called Rack Financial. You know, we just we save a lot of businesses money on their processing. Man, you got to do that, and it's and it's it's a great little thing that we get to do and provides a lot of value. I own a company called HitLab Creative Studio where we help those entrepreneurs with a lot of their omnipresent create uh, omnipresent digital content creation as well as producing their podcasts and such. And then I'm the voice of a Sirius XM radio station called Y'all Alternative. Love it. Yes, sir. <laughs> and what do you what do you cover on that? Uh, man, I'm just the guy you hear in between the songs. So I, all the stuff that they want to do for it, whether it's evergreen stuff promoting for other uh, on the other stations and whatnot. It's so cool when like my son or somebody be listening like Y2K or something like that in Sirius and then boom, dad pops up promoting Y'all Alternative, <laughs> right? So I'm just, the, yeah, I'm just the guy you hear in between the songs pushing the things and talking about what it is, you know? Yeah. Well, my son listens to me he says oh he cringes oh why are you oh <laughs> i said come on i'll bring you on the show he goes no way it's like <laughs> well he'll get there one yeah, day. yeah well let's hope <laughs> right now i just get made fun of <laughs> well you know i think you make fun of people you like most of the time yeah. you know that's kind of that's part of the camaraderie of friendship i think well the one thing we have is uh you know we adopted all three of our children so okay we've had him since he was one day old well i got questions now. okay so, all right uh, first of all that's fantastic like you guys are angels man for doing that i'm serious how did you guys come to that decision and then when you did it once how did it happen i know it's not easy to adopt a human being and you guys did it three times so well, you've got a good a good recipe I yeah guess. well the first one we didn't know was going to happen and it, was, it had to have been divine intervention because this little girl was not supposed to be where she was wow because she was so young and come to find out she was a mile from our studio it was like really 
So that just kind of happened. And then not six months later, we get another call, and we have a six-month-old that has to come out of medical foster care. She was born preemie, so the lungs have to develop, and after mm. that, they have to place them. So we fostered to adopt, mm. okay? So you didn't run kids through the house all the time. It's specifically for that, and they knew the, the case plan. TPR, the parental rights were terminated, so it was ready. And then we had her... And, and you know what? Each one of these adoptions almost happened in December. No way. Yeah, because Brandon wow. was born on December 26th. Mm. We picked him up on the 27th. Wow. You know what I mean? So it just kind of happened. But I will tell you, there's no greater feeling in the world that you've created a better life for these kids. No doubt. Because no, you would not believe where they would have been. Mm. Terrible. So it, it's a great thing. And we adopted three kids. Didn't cost us one dime. Wow. Wow. I mean, well, you saved a life. It shouldn't have. Right. <laughs> you know, it yeah. shouldn't have. Their health, medical, everything's paid for. That's awesome. You know, and, and so a lot of people are putting off on that. So if you're thinking about it, go ahead. Check it out. Save a life, man. That's I right. know my, my wife and I, I have a 14-year-old son and a two-year-old daughter. So for the better part of five or six years, we were trying and trying and trying. And uh, we had said. a When deadline. did you have time to try? Yeah. That was the <laughs> fun part. That's all you do. <laughs> that was like, I told my wife, I'm like, you know, we're not doing that anymore. But if you want to still want to practice, I'm in. <laughs> Um, but uh, no, man, it was a, um, for five or six years, we had set a deadline by my wife's 40th birthday. If it hadn't happened, we were going to uh, mm-hmm. look at saving somebody else's yeah. life. We were in Vegas doing the Dropping Bombs podcast with uh, the real Brad Lee the morning of, mm-hmm. and my wife was not feeling very hot, and uh, that was when we found out she was coming. So it was literally like maybe six or eight weeks before her 40th birthday. I had already scheduled the little procedure to, mm-hmm. make, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to make sure that that stuff didn't happen again after 40. So yeah. that was for us, and she came along and she we call her our little miracle and uh and she I, th- I think it's a divine intervention going on there absolutely you know absolutely i mean that, that was that when it's meant to be you know it's it's crazy because when when i look back first of all i was i was showing people a picture somebody a picture the other day of 10 years ago when i was holding my son's hand on the beach and i was 50 pounds heavier <laughs> and out of shape and not in a good mental space mm-hmm. broke life was not good back then mm-hmm. versus there was a picture they took of us on the beach maybe three weeks ago and dude it's a different human being you see they're 50 pounds less so i still have good energy but like you know back then i was still a kid so Mm -hmm. now it's just a little bit different but it's a totally different household that she grows up in than my son did for his first few years sure well and that's the great thing the inspiration you impart into these children Mm -hmm. to make them become something greater yeah we always want them to be better than what we've gone through each generation has to improve yes absolutely now some of these current ones they got some weird thinking going on you know the way they uh, see society and how they think of things but life has a way of fixing that on its own it does (laughs) well but you're out there i mean you you're doing a, a lot of speaking you're yes. doing a lot of podcasting. I mean, you're you're all over the place, but you're sending that message out, yes, which is helping people. Thank you. That's the and, goal. And let me tell you, after hearing you just one time speak, I knew that you were the real deal. Thank you. So uh, the information that you have and that people can obtain from you, I think, is is valuable, especially if you're in business. Right. Because, look, I mean, a lot of people go into business not knowing anything about business. Right. Or networking or any of that. Yeah. you got to have that guidance. Yeah. And that's what you're there for. For me, there was two things that I realized that I just didn't understand, that to be successful in this life, you have to be able to pay to live. You know what I mean? You have Mm -hmm. to be able to provide, and you have to understand why you're here and what your purpose is. For me, I went to school, went to college, 
I always made good grades. And then I played professional sports for six seasons. I've never really had a boss other than the baseball teams that I played for. Mm -hmm. I've always been self-employed. So, you know, I had about a 15-year stretch there where I was self-employed and we could make money, but we really didn't know how to manage it or what to do with it. And I was always broke. So I never really had a revenue problem. I had a a man, I didn't understand money, right? Money's a thing. And like, so (laughs) like, you know, if you think about it, the difference between a baseball player, a major league baseball player and a little league player is really just, obviously that one's stronger, bigger and all that stuff. But like, it's what they know about the game. It's how they play the game. They've studied it. There's experience. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about money. No, actually know much about who I was or why the beliefs that I had were programmed within me. And once I started to explore those things, I started to learn a lot. And then with that knowledge that I gained, it allowed me to apply and make changes, make better choices to get to where I wanted to go. Um, we were talking about this on the way over here. The word that stands out to me and, and Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, talks about this a lot. It all comes down to confidence. And confidence is something that you control. That's right. In yourself. Many folks that I've run across, their confidence is based on other people's confidence in them. You know, So why would you expect me to be confident in you if you're not even confident in you? Why would you expect me to like you if you don't like you? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you kind of start there, people are going to mirror your confidence in yourself. I believe I'm the guy you want in the box when the game's on the line. Get me the ball because good things are going to happen. That's right. Well, and two, you bring people around you that are better at things you're not. That's right. I mean, that's tremendous right there. That's right. Because there are a lot of things that I'm great at, but there's things I'm really bad at, and especially in business. You know, Because right. you, if you're a creative person, that's where your brain is. Mm-hmm. But the left side, I'm sure which brain works what now, but... You bring in somebody that's good at that other thing, running a business, and things change dramatically. Man, we all have, again, we all have beliefs. And, you know, so, you know, I've helped a lot of people start their businesses and and I've coached a lot of people. I see a lot of them, they'll tell me all the reasons they're where they're at, which they're not happy with. And then they'll defend those. They'll fight for them. They'll fight for their own limitations. Mm -hmm. And like, it's like, dude, like you're literally fighting for the, like what you said is not good about you. You're literally justifying it and fighting for it over and over and over again. Think different. I'm like, well, how do you think different? How do you get new beliefs? You get new beliefs by getting new information. My buddy Brad told me a story, and I might butcher a little bit. He was like, <laughs> you know, somebody told me fire was hot. I didn't believe him. I mm-hmm. stuck my hand in it. I got new information, changed my belief. That's Fire's right. hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my son says, that he used to say all the time, he'd be like, you know, I'm trying. Well, I would say, do you try to get a glass of water or do you just go get it? When people say they're trying, they're not going to win. They're mm-hmm. not going to, they're mm-hmm. not, it's not going to happen. They're mm-hmm. going to fail. Mm-hmm. Don't try. Just do it. If you expect to win, a lot of times you do championships are not won on accident. Yeah, that's right. A lot of people really kill themselves before even going into anything. Their, their negative thinking or their stinking thinking is taking over them and they can't really succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, or they just keep throwing it up against the wall and hope it sticks. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you have to move forward. You have to have belief in yourself and get people around you that help support that. With a certain income uh, level comes with a certain amount of heat. You know, let's just use, I don't know, the, some of the worst people on the planet. The Let's say the most famous drug cartel lord in, in the world. Well, guess what? He's got heat on him all day long, every day. <laughs> Somebody's trying, and not, not just from the law, but from his competitors trying to take him out. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That With that responsibility com- that comes with the heat. So that old saying, if you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen. You can take the heat. It's a decision that you make. And at the end of the day, like the more problems that you solve, usually the more money you make. Absolutely. You know, I think with all of the technology we have, I mean, look, the resources are there. 
That's right. I mean, you can go on YouTube and learn how to make sand. That's right. I'm, you know what I'm saying? But there's so much knowledge out there. But the fact that you you are posting all of these great podcasts and, and information that you're talking with other professionals about, I think it's tremendous because people just sit there and listen to that and they absorb that. Yeah. You know, the fact that you hooked up with Justin Mosley. He's the best, man. Our doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he is a, a, incredible. How he has progressed over yeah. these last few years in his speaking career, because he's a chiropractor, I mean, mm-hmm. he got a business going on, working very successfully, mm-hmm. but he found a passion and he loves, you know, That's and right. he does a great job on speaking. That's right. So you have your own podcast that you're doing. I do. It's called The Hit Streak. And where can they find that? Uh, anywhere you can stream a podcast, right? <laughs> yeah. So as And you can ch- catch video on Spotify and YouTube. Okay. Audio only on the rest. Now, I remember I, when I heard you speak, you were throwing some numbers out. Okay. I mean, that was some pretty crazy numbers, man. Let's talk. I love numbers. Let's talk numbers. You, you posted something initially, and tell us that story, how it just all of a sudden jumped to like 40,000 or something. Oh, oh so it was, I think you're talking about when uh, the, the day that the Dropping Bombs podcast with Brad Lee came out that I, I referenced okay, yeah. a minute ago. Mm-hmm. The day that that episode hit, my social media audience blew up. That's how powerful that platform, his show, mm. that guy is. When all of a sudden, when I had this new audience, that came with great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you got those kind of followers, it was, it was nice. Like it was, it was seriously, it was close to probably ten thousand followers just on Instagram. Yeah, just in a matter of maybe a, a couple weeks. See, and that's how it can happen. Yes, but since then, yes, it's, those it's, numbers have. Well, you can't count that high. We have a great Instagram audience <laughs> of, a, of a little over 40,000. Actually, if you combine the accounts, it's it's about 60,000 and growing. Our podcast audience, uh, just for the hit streak, is listeners in all 50 states and 14 different countries. Um, each episode is going to reach between 150,000 and 250,000 people in the first 30 days, mm-hmm. but they never stop climbing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah, it's, again, it's, we, we know that it takes a certain amount of touches, a certain amount of, when you say a touch, somebody sees, it's not how many emails you sent them, it's they saw you on LinkedIn, then they saw you get on TikTok or Instagram or, or Facebook or whatever, and it literally takes 25 to 30 to 35 touches before somebody will actually like take an action on something, right? So it's it's all, it's quantity. That's why you see the same Arby's and McDonald's commercial over and over again. <laughs> That's right. Got to drive that message home. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, we're talking with Nick Heider. And you look. We've got so much to talk about. We're going to dive into his entrepreneurial spirit. I'm sure he's got some stories that he can partake in here. And we're going to find out more with Nick as we continue right here on Sumner County Spotlight. Thanks for listening to Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program heard each and every Sunday right here on WHIN. Or you can listen on our podcast page at whinradio.com. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this program, reach out to me, Jeff Shannon, at jeff at whinradio.com. Well, it's Sunday morning. That means it's Sumner County Spotlight with your host, Jeff Shannon. We're going to continue our conversation with Mr. Nick Heider right here. He is the founder of Team Heider, a business enterprise focused on helping entrepreneurs drive growth. That's right. And you've been through a lot, and we've only covered just the tip of the needle here with everything you're involved in and your insight and your expertise and everything. Mm-hmm. But there has to be somebody that's like been one of the biggest inspirations to you. Yeah, and there's again, I've been, I've had some amazing coaches. I grew up in a very happy home. But you know, I, today I'll just highlight obviously my parents. I believe that if my parents were me in my age today, I, they would be where I'm at or more wow. uh, or further ahead. That's how much I think of them. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I am who I am today because of them, no doubt. Past that, there's a there's a guy that I'm doing some business with, but I'm proud to call him a friend. His name is Bradley. They know him as the real Bradley online. He's the host of the uh, Dropping Bombs podcast. 
podcast. Proximity is power, man. And that guy just, he makes you better when you're around him. He's yeah. uh, and, and he's fun. He's great. But again, like the way that that guy just attacks life, it's contagious. It's yeah. contagious. Being around people like that, that's what, that's what I'm chasing. You know what I mean? Yeah, Those you don't want to be around the negative Nellies. You know what I mean? You want to be around people that, that inspire you and, and, and help that's you right. succeed. Yeah. That's right. You know, I think as adults, that's a huge problem. You know, as a parent, when your kids are getting in trouble and it's one kid that's causing them to get in trouble, you yeah. say, don't hang out with that guy anymore. <laughs> well, do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people that I grew up with that I know and love, but I can't hang out with them on a regular basis because they're going one way and I'm going another. That's just kind of how life goes. I still love them, still want to help them. I grew up in the same house with a sister and another guy that was basically like my brother. We're in three different places. Uh, we're all three years apart combined, and we all went to high school, grew up in the same house, and then we all went to the same college. How did the tra- trajectories change so much, mm-hmm. spread so much? And it was the people that we, proximity, man, the people, the relationships that we had after college, because that's when the split happened. Mm-hmm. We started going different directions. Right. I hang out with certain people, they hang out with certain people, and they hang out with certain people. The income levels reflect the people they hang out with. How much they make reflects the income levels of the people they hang out with. That's right. But you know, while you were talking, it kind of cued me to say, what have you learned? <laughs> and I know you've learned a lot. Yes. Since starting your first business, you had to really learn you're going to lose, you're going to fail. You mm-hmm. gotta fail. That's Failing right. is all part of success. Yeah. So what was one of the biggest things you've probably learned during your journey this far? That it was up to me. It's my life and right. I have to own it. So for a long time I was looking for somebody to give me an opportunity for them to pay me. Well, nobody was woke up and said, how can I pay Nick Hyder today? I had to go out and prove, kind of like monetizing the podcast. Until the podcast has proven itself, right. why would anybody want to sponsor it? Why That's would they right. want to buy an ad on it? There's right. no track record. There's no audience. I had mm-hmm. to prove all those things, and then I could go and ask. Right. So for me, it was at some point in time, I had to take control of my life, look failure right in the face and be like, first of all, you're not going to beat me. But even if you do, it's going to take you a whole day long. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> right. we're going to keep standing in there and throwing punches and fighting. So that's, right. that's the biggest thing is most people just, or a lot of people that I've had experiences with, they just quit right before they get to the prize, man. Sometimes you just got to keep on going. How long it takes is how long it takes. That's right. What it takes is what it takes. It's different for everybody in every situation. Yeah. And you're going to fail. Just get back up and keep doing it again. A lot of people, right. yeah, I like that meme on Facebook book is he got the guy digging dirt yes you know chopping his way through the rock and mm-hmm. he gives up knowing that he's like centimeters away from breaking in you That's know right. that kind of thing but you have to get in there and put people around you that are going to help you do that you absolutely man like we're our own worst enemies most of the time and again confidence is everything so i have a wife at home that makes me feel like i'm the greatest guy on planet earth that mm-hmm. i can do anything and a lot of the beliefs that i have i have kids like i want to be my kids superhero i don't want like my kid loves my son loves spider-man he loves aaron judge for the yankees and all those things but like and and he's going to have those the people that he looks up to but he can look up to me the same way you know what i mean because my father was superman he is still to this day Mm -hmm. for me it's am i giving my kids a chance to even look at me look at me that way to be that person in their life because again each generation has to get better than the one prior so am i setting my, my son up for that. What would be some advice that you would give somebody that's I'm struggling with this business and let's just say he's has his own business. He's not working for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So he wants to get started. And what advice would you give them to say, okay, look, there's the formula here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There might be, there might not be. There's a lot of patterns for sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, some advice would be, first of all, be very clear. When I start a business, I actually start it with the exit and work backwards. Okay, so that's how your GPS works. You type in the end destination, right? right? Uh When you start, start with the end in mind because that's the end, that's the goal. 
and work backwards. And then also understand that like if it if it's not hard, then it's not going to be worth a lot. Nothing that's easy pays a lot mm-hmm. because if it's easy, everybody can do it. Mm-hmm. Insurance agents used to we you know they had to call a lot of people because they didn't have people calling them. They had to reach out out outbound calls, and they would say, Nick, you know, I called three hundred people, man, didn't get anything. I'm like, well, if that's all it took, you know, I got a fourteen year old that can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I could train a monkey to do that. Mm-hmm. So. That's not a skill. The skill is finding a problem that you can solve for somebody else and and assigning a value to that, and that's how much you charge. Mm-hmm. Also, when you start, you're really excited, right? But that excitement wears off. It's kind of like what they used to say about marriages. You know, it's the best in the, the honeymoon phase. Well, when you feel like quitting, you got to remember why you started. You got to remind yourself of that every day. You started that business for a reason, and it was because you believe there's a problem that you can solve and help people. Well, dude, when it gets hard, that mission still has to be, your purpose still has to trump all your fear. You know what I mean? No, it, it definitely does. And so we, if you were to look back at, and you know, you've had different careers, you have different businesses, you've helped a lot of people, what would be the one thing you would say, you know what, if I could do that over again, what would that be? I would have started sooner. I would have just started sooner. Mm-hmm. I would have understood that there was going to be life after baseball, and I would have spent more time thinking about that while planning for the future while I was playing baseball. I would have planned for the future so I could actively live in the present. Because, it, again, it's a present. Like, if I get a Christmas present, I'm excited. It's a good thing. The present is the gift. And the past does affect the present, but that's your choice how much it does. So plan for the future so you can totally be in the present and enjoy mm-hmm. it. Well, and I think, too, you know, educating yourself – and there's so much education out there. there like is. I said, you got your podcast, mm-hmm. you, you've you've got the internet, which has anything you want. I mean, yeah. it's right there. So if you have a question about something, the information's out there. You just Check have your to put sources. Them, yes, have to have to put some work in on that. I mean, you've met a lot of great people. Yes. over these years, Bradley coming in like that. I mean, that's what a what a great mentorship mm-hmm. that could provide. Absolutely. And you know, and you have that to to look forward to, and it's hard to beat that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but still, you're going to run into people that inspire you like Justin Mosley I mean the guy is just he just has this thing you know there's an aura yeah. that people have you have that Thank in fact you. you're glowing right now <laughs> <laughs> well that might be the tannin man I don't know <laughs> but you know I think it's it's incredible that there are people out there that will want to help you absolutely you know and you just you have to reach out for it absolutely absolutely well, again championships aren't won on accident and most of the time they're not won alone either well they're never won alone so mm-hmm. even the, even the swimmer has a swimming coach and they have endorsements and people that back them, companies that back them, sponsors that back them, families that back them. It's never done on your own. Mm-hmm. It's always done with with others. So, like, again, if the people that you're spending your time with are not a great support system for you, then that's going to be a huge problem. If you go home to people that don't believe in you or believe in what you're doing, eventually you're going to fail. Like, that's the thing. If they won't believe in you, why would anybody else? If you can't even convince the people at home to believe in Mm -hmm. you, why would anybody else? It's very important. Through technology and the things that we have going right now are so much better than what we had years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, when the Internet started, it was a mall in the sky. Yes. (laughs) You know what I mean? People didn't grasp that. Mm -hmm. But now look at it. You know, it's one of the things. What do you find uh, in your line of business or lines, (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you're an entrepreneur, so you're involved in things, what would be some of the most valuable tools that someone might need? First of all, identify who your buyers or your audience is. And then where are they? Mm-hmm. And you need to and you need to be there, 
right? So again, everybody's on social media, so you need to have a presence there. Social media also helps drive up search engine optimization. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you don't even have a good website, but you have a great presence on Instagram, when they Google your name, your Instagram's gonna pop up first, and that might be what you want them to see. Mm -hmm. But again, that's your digital storefront. People are gonna assume things about you based on what they see online. I tell all the people that we work with, one of the first things we do is, first of all, um, I learned this working with Brand Builders Group. They're fantastic. What's a one word problem that you that you solve? What is your expert bio? And then what is your brand message? Like what value do, do you provide for the public? And then does all the things that you're putting out actually say that or reflect that or support that? Identifying who your audience is. Because again, if I wanna start a company, well, it solves a problem for who, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and then, what is the end of your journey in that business look like? And then you start to put all these things together and you come up with your business plan and your marketing plan and everything else, how much revenue you're going to drive, how many employees you need. So a lot of people, and I've heard them say this, well, I don't need a website. I got Facebook. I mean, you have to look and go, Ch -ch, wake up. <laughs> Again, I've studied the playbook of so many great people and how many great companies that you trust don't have a website, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So why would you expect anybody to trust you if right. you don't have one? Right. They're obviously, if you don't, if even if you don't know why, if everybody that you look up to has it, you should probably have it. I used to think I was the exception to the rule. I don't know why they have it and I don't need it. <laughs> I did, yeah. I was wrong and when I had it, things got better. Study the patterns of the greats. That's right. one of the easiest things to do. That's right, and, and have it done right. If you don't understand SEO, you don't understand social media, get somebody that can. Let me That's tell right. you, there's kids walking around, teenagers, they have chips in their brain. They get it, they man. Can, they can program your whole computer just like that. I mean, so seek out knowledge and mm -hmm. seek out the expertise to make this thing work. That's right. And again, if your kids are there, well, eventually they're going to be your audience. You know, they're going to be your customer. They're somebody's customer. Would mm -hmm. they be yours? I, mm -hmm. Like all the places that people love to go and buy from, why do you love to go and buy from those? And then do you have those things in common? Like at least... I like to go to this place because of the, the customer experience I got, the way they treat me. I walk in, they know my name. Well, if that's valuable to me, it's probably valuable to other people, and I can try that. I can I can make that a part of my business journey. You know, I can mm -hmm. make that a part of my marketing or, or my business practices. So if anything, just why do you like certain things? Why do you buy from who you buy from? And learn from that and make sure that your business has those things. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and some people you know, are working for other companies. They work for somebody. So obviously, a lot of that is not in their control as far mm -hmm. as developing a website and things like that. But still, I think you can still use social media to enhance your, if you're a salesperson, mm -hmm. I mean, you've got to be out there. Absolutely. And, and again, people that have an established personal brand, like when I'm recruiting new teammates, new employees or whatever, if they have an established personal brand, that's a that's a good thing because we get to leverage that. We get to use that. That's mm -hmm. value they bring to the business. Mm -hmm. They have an audience. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, again, your personal brand is just your digital. It's your reputation online. It's what it's what a stranger could Google and find out sure. about you. Absolutely. So if you're a great guy and everybody says, yeah, he's a great guy or a great person, so on and so forth. Well, there's two worlds we live in: the in person and the, and what's online. What's online needs to mirror who you are actually as a person. And don't post stuff that you don't want anybody to see later down the road. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, and Come you can back always and take you. it down. Yeah, there's some <laughs> things that don't age well and there's probably some stuff on mine, but again, they again if you if you're if you're doing it enough, you know, how many how many commercials for I don't know, like Pizza Hut that were ran in the 80s that they would cringe at today. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just <laughs> yeah. kind of a part of the journey and they don't run them anymore, you yeah, know. Yeah. However, they're still accessible, but again, business life, everything's an offensive sport. You're not going to win on the defense. You got to attack. You got to mm -hmm. be on the, it's everything's on the offense. You got to take shots. 
The more shots you take, the more shots you make. Right. Can somebody consult with you? Absolutely. So they can inquire about everything on nickheider.com. And obviously, you know, the DMs on social medias are very, okay. very effective. So okay. any of the DMs online or any, like, it, literally, they can con- get to me straight or any team member at, from nickheider.com. Yeah. But look, look, folks, you got to go out there and, and watch these podcasts. Now, the website for the podcast, that, that's... That you can also find that there. Yeah. Every every episode um, is right on, on my website. You okay. can get everything from my website, nickheider.com. And again, it's all of this stuff on YouTube is under my personal profile. But again, the Hit Streak podcast, you can search any digital platform right. where you can get a podcast and find it. Well, that's the way to do it. That's right. So Nick, man, thanks so much for coming in, taking time to do this. Uh, I know how busy you are and probably getting ready to fly off to unknown places. That's right. Well, brother, <laughs> the pleasure was all mine. And I, and I greatly appreciate you having me. Absolutely. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this segment of Sumner County Spotlight. Join us again next Sunday, 10 o'clock. And don't forget, it's on our podcast page at whinradio.com. This is Jeff Shannon saying so long until next time. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.